Welcome to the Cosmic Cafe, the companion podcast to thecosmiccircus.com. I'm Brian Kitson, and we have an exciting interview for you today. Thorns is a new horror film from director and writer Doug Scholes and stars horror legend Doug Bradley. I had the chance to speak with both of them before the premiere of the film. In the interview, Scholes and Bradley discuss the process of bringing this film to life, from the writing to the design, and challenges and excitements from working on Thorns. Enjoy! Thank you so much, you two, for uh, being here today and uh, letting me interview you. Um, I was able to watch the film the other night. Um, it was it, it, I was really excited to watch it. I actually watched it twice now. Um, wow. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm excited for uh, seeing it tomorrow as well. Uh, but to begin, I was wondering if you both could kind of tell me, um, like, non-spoiler, obviously, but like, kind of tell me what the film's about and, and kind of how it, uh, what it means to us for this this movie okay uh the author speaks sure the uh the story's about a um a former priest uh now working for we'll just say nasa um for the interview um who's uh sent to um investigate a uh a remote space observatory that's gone offline after receiving a mysterious signal from deep space and along the way um you know, um, it becomes a horror film very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I was it. It, I, it started off with like the science, uh, like the sci-fi feel, and it switched very quickly to horror. That was kind of a a cool genre molding that I enjoyed quite a bit. Cool. Well, thank um, you. What was you know you both wrote this and directed this film? Um, how did the concept kind of come to be for you? Uh, the concept could be traced back to just a love and affinity for uh, a specific area of cinema, um, where I guess I found myself going to the cinema a lot. You know, I was in high school and it was in the 80s, and I saw a lot of great physical effects, you know, makeup effects driven movies uh, that weren't computer um, uh, generated images. And, um, you know, when I was trying to plot out what I wanted to do next, I thought, why not revisit that era and try and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of create a bit of an homage, a bit of a retro feel, but still tell a modern story. So I think the modern elements come when when we're trying to meld science and religion. Um, Not that those are modern topics, but you know what I mean, so. Absolutely. That was, you know, one of the things I noticed is that we kind of always have this like war between religion and science. Uh, and this film expo- explores that quite a bit, you know, and where uh, I liked that you don't ca- quite see that intersection quite so much in this way. It, w- it was like a new take on that that subgenre. Sure. Um, so for you, uh, Mr. Bradley, you, you know, you're a core legend, you know, you Hellraiser is something that's well, I didn't grow up on it, you know, um, my mom wouldn't let me watch horror films growing up, but as an, a teenager and adult, you were someone that was, you know, on my screen. What kind of drew you to this film? Um, the script, uh, okay. you know, the, which is all, always the starting point. Uh, you know, my, my agent contacted me. Um, here's an offer. Here's a script. Take a look. Let me know. That's, that's where we always start from. Um, 
he had uh, he had had a client work for Doug previously, so he was vouching for him mm. because it's a slightly different setup. Uh, because Doug, well, he'll be able to explain it better than better than I, because he has this home base here, which is an educational uh, um, uh, inst institution. Would that be? Would that be a word? Or um, I was going to say it sounds it sounds <laughs> a bit a bit grim. Um, I'm sure it isn't. Um, and Doug himself says, "See, that's that's his day job, and at the weekend he's an independent filmmaker." So it's 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 uh, it's an unusual kind of setup. But but uh, as I say, my my agent was was vouching for his bona fides, so that was all cool. Um, and then it so then it is the script, and I you know. A, it's it's a it's a well written script. Mm -hmm. They aren't all um, uh, an intelligently written script, and the uh, that everything that's already been talked about the inter the interface between um, science and religion and uh, exploration of outer space and exploration of inner space. Um, and then uh, the the levels of it's interesting. You you hear quite often these days people criticizing for science for having become in some ways a religion, mm -hmm. and you hear people talking about um, the scientific consensus. We heard a lot through the pandemic and the lockdown about scientific consensus. Now, to me, um, consensus doesn't exist in science because science is not about belief. It's not, a, you know, science is about observation and experiment. And if, if science establishes that something appears to fit the experimental picture and then somebody comes along with some new evidence that seems to suggest a different picture, science embraces the difference and moves on, whereas religion remains entrenched in its fundamentalism. Um, th th there is a truth which was a truth and is a truth and will always be a truth, and you can't challenge it and you can't break it. Um, so all of that was intriguing me. Um, plus, it's an apocalypse movie. That can, only, that can only be a good thing. And I, I was uh, also being in, intrigued by by my own character, mm -hmm. uh, Archbishop. We established now that he is mm. he is Archbishop mm -hmm. um, uh, Jenkins, uh, who, as Doug said, has been has been attached to the space agency as a kind of theological slash spiritual advisor which seems slightly strange but he says you know well who better than a man of the cloth who is you know in touch with the with the bigger issues to deal with this, with a subject like that it may sound a bit questionable and you know there may be reasons for having your doubts about archbishop jenkins but i couldn't comment on that really so it's all that and and then even that that beyond that and again i don't want to go into spoilers but with stuff that that my own character has to say later there's also that element which 
which uh, is is actually present in in Hellraiser of of is there a hell and if there is a hell where is hell um and is it is there a place is there a physical place or is it is it a place that we create for ourselves mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's john john milton's lines always sum it up best i'll paraphrase horribly i've no doubt so apologies to mr milton if he's listening um but i think it's actually the introductory quote to paradise lost um uh, to the effect that um the mind is a place entire unto itself um and can make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven uh, and i think we get we get some of that into play uh in the movie so the, there's a lot going on you know plus there's a monster <laughs> you know you saw, something you said there you, and a this movie makes... we all love nuns so <laughs> absolutely you know something you said there though is that this movie does really make you think at the end of this you know you're you're constantly thinking about the concept of hell and hell you know not, don't want to say too much because people need to go see this movie but like um i did i was thinking about it even this morning, I, you know, as, a, as preparing, I was like, man, this just can't get out of my head. So it, it, it's cool to kind of see that play out. Mm -hmm. um, throughout the film, you know, Archbishop Jenkins kind of shows up um, kind of like a connective tissue through through the film. Um, but it's a lot of like on screens and interactive interactions through that. Um, was there any challenges? Because it, it seems like maybe, you know, you, we are not physically in these scenes with these people, but you're also interacting and you're, you're giving, you know, the, the emotional connection with these with these individuals was there any challenges to filming it that way for me honestly yes uh it's it's it um i'm i much prefer um interacting acting is interaction mm -hmm. acting is reaction um but i i uh i was playing most of most of the this there there's a a lengthy piece in a, in a confessional which is slightly different but otherwise i'm playing most of my stuff straight to camera mm -hmm. uh, and that's um it, it's a different kind of different kind of discipline it's 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 not easy and i'm 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 much prefer being around other actors which i which i never was <laughs> I mean, I can understand the feeding off the energy to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, Mr. Schultz, you know, you, you you have this '80s style for the film. You know, a lot of practicals. Um, how was it? You know, like creating the design for this this monster because it's very unique. You know, it has um, religious, you know, based uh, appearances. It also reminded me. I don't know if you're a Doctor Who fan, but it reminded me a little bit of the the Silence um which i really appreciated but like how did that come to be you know like the use sure. of practical effects and the monster yeah well we'd we'd have to credit uh dan phillips uh who's a local michigan uh uh makeup artist and okay. so dan dan got the script early on and um you know uh we met and he began to and we brought in an illustrator to do um concept sketches and we began to move a bit away from how the uh, the creature was written on paper and, mm -hmm. you know, sort of the themes of the film began to take on a life of their own. Um, so we, 
you know, uh, we went at one point, we said to the illustrator, you know, well, let's just go to this far end. And what would we come up with, with almost a literal type of translation? And, and so hence we began playing around with images of thorns, um, you know, that pertain to the story in, in the film. And um, it just sort of grew from there, quite honestly, it became very natural. And, uh, but Dan, uh, Dan had a big hand in um, helping that vision come to come to be and all great, um, you know, films, I think, share um, uh, the same philosophy. And that is the technicians, and the, as well as the cast all need to be brilliant. Um, and so you you surround yourself with very good people, and you've got a better shot at at seeing your vision, you know, uh, come to fruition in the way you might like. So, uh, so great kudos to to Dan and his team for for that monster. Yeah, yeah, it looks absolutely brilliant on on screen. So that's fantastic, you know. And again, being kind of a, a local guy here and in, um, in Michigan getting to have the, the people that are more local work on that as well is yeah. fantastic. Um, what was it like shooting in Michigan for you? You know, I think that, you know, we used to have a bigger film industry and then it kind of died down when the, the tax incentives kind of disappeared. So I guess, what is it about Michigan that you feel other people maybe should start looking towards our state again? Well, you know, before the incentives, uh, you know, Michigan was still and still kind of is a thriving spot for um, industrial and different types of film, right? And then, of course, we've got the automotive giants here and all that commercial uh, work yes. that um, even though a lot of the running footage is shot in middle America, um, the producers are still here in Detroit mm -hmm. and the ad agencies. And so all that's conceptualized here in, in our state. Um, the incentives sure brought um, some big Hollywood films here that never would have. Um, but either way, you know, we were just talking between uh, interviews. Um, you know, if you travel up to the Tequamina Falls, you know, where the uh, the rivers run copper colored, um, or if um, you head down to the salt mines um, in Detroit city, um, you know, uh, and, and, Wait, or what there's, there are salt. Mines yeah. There are salt mines below in, the city in the city. Yes. Yeah. Below the city streets and, um, you Google and see a lot of pictures. Uh, but you know, Michigan has a vast resource for, um, um, art, you know, production design and location, um, abilities. And so, uh, Michigan's a great place to make movies and, I always want, you know, I've wanted to make films since seeing 2001 A Space Odyssey as a kid, hmm. um, but I never wanted to relocate to L.A. Um, mm -hmm. I like it here in, in Michigan. And, you just love the cold weather, huh? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I complain daily about the weather. So there you go. <laughs> That's part of being living in here. You don't, we don't like the weather, but we, we love the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I I live just outside Pittsburgh now, so I'm on the same, you know, I'm a fellow. So you understand? I do. No. Yes. Um, will be set in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess final question for both of you is, um, what is, I guess, if you were to, um, to you know, we, we, we want people to come to see this, obviously, and it, it's a great film and, and, uh, how would you how would you sell it to someone who's maybe not into 
uh, or just getting into horror, like what would you what would you want them to know about the film? Wow. Would you? Uh, want me to go first? Go ahead. I have no idea. Well, um, I'm, what I'm going to focus on real quickly, um, and I think Doug will answer the question uh, better than than I would. But um, I do want to be clear about uh, tomorrow is the uh, the premiere, uh, mm -hmm. but the film releases nationally starting on the 23rd, which is um, of the Friday from now. So February 23rd, you'll be able to find it in Imagine Theaters around Michigan, mm -hmm. uh, out in Kansas City and in San Diego as well. But okay. then March 13th, the film's going to expand to more cities. Um, so it's not just about our, obviously, our big red carpet, um, sure. it's the 23rd and so forth. But um, why go see uh, this film? Um, you know, uh, did you come up with a response? Um, or? Well, you know, all all the elements that we that we talked about uh, already, really, that come together in in this film, you're going to see an intelligently written plot, mm -hmm. uh, very well directed and well performed um, movie with some Absolutely. cool special effects and a, and a strong story, which, you know, as you have said, is going to stay with you and, and will be a, maybe a little bit of a, a brain worm. The other thing I would say is, you know, Doug's talking about the, the, the movie expanding and getting a wider release. Um, the more people turn out to see this film locally on its initial release, the more and the wider that is going to happen. Um, and that gives more more power mm -hmm. to Doug's elbow um, down the, the line. Um, and that's going to help more independent filmmaking in in Michigan. Um, and also, as I've said, I, I think what, what Doug has achieved here on limited resources is mm -hmm. remarkable. And it at a time when you know movie is being movie making is being dominated by the the eye popping budgets that the big studios are spending on movies um and uh when they also largely control the distribution mm -hmm. for Doug to get this movie into theaters at all i think is a remarkable achievement and and credit to imagine for for getting behind that and helping helping to push that, so if you turn out to see this film in the theaters, you're you know, you're striking a blow for the little guy, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important too. Said so that was said beautifully, and I can't think of anything better to end this on. Thank you too so much for uh, spending this time with me, and I look forward to seeing it again tomorrow. And absolutely, everybody should go see this film when it's in theaters because it deserves all the recognition that it's going to hopefully get. So. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cool. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Cafe. You can find the companion article for this podcast, along with all the other news for those who like superheroes, science fiction and fantasy films, TV shows, and other media at thecosmiccircus.com. Have a great day.